Welcome to the Belfast Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Byler, here with Daniel. And I know we've been MIA for a minute for good reason. As many of you know, we are both seminary students. Um, one of us is married, and we just have a lot of stuff going on. And I started studying Hebrew this semester, so that's been taking up a whole lot of my time plus working uh, my current retail job. It's, it's just been, it's been too much, honestly. And, you know, thank God that seriously, and I don't mean that in any, in any facetious way, thank God that I have an opportunity to transition to a job at the school I'm going to, um, doing a work study position that's going to be way more conducive to me putting more time into the podcast putting more time into my own studies and just really put in my life you know put in all the things i do day to day in my life on a similar track i think it'll come with a lot less stress and god has been good and all for real and and opening up those doors for me so all that is to say, we've been gone for a while, and we know that we wanted to make an announcement, at least in some sense, and but also give you some reasons why. So those are my main reasons why. I know Daniel's had a lot of stuff going on this semester. Um, midterms. Midterms, papers, midterms, yeah. all the things that, that will happen uh, when you're in school. And so we finished our series on typology which I thought was one of the most helpful series. And we will be revisiting that topic a lot. If there's anything that we seem to swim around or encircle the most here at the Belfast podcast, it is typology or literary motifs. So just be prepared. You're going to see that all over the place in the future. Um, but what we're getting started, what we're launching here in the next few weeks is going to be a project that actually started in Daniel's own head. And then he, we made that a group project and then we made that a podcast project. So Daniel, if you want to share some of the origins of what we're about to uh, get into with these future escapades, uh, let us know. Yeah, so last year it was actually probably around this time that I started thinking about um, taking a deeper dive into what is the gospel. That term is floated around in church all the time and in our culture within the church. Um, there's a lot of difference of opinion about what necessarily constitutes the gospel. And so I was like, well, how about we, or I, this at first, try to figure that out a little bit. Moving from there, you know, I mentioned it to you naturally. Um, I think it was over Christmas break. Yeah, we were talking last on the year. phone. Yeah. And you said, so I wanted to start doing this thing. Yeah. And even before that, actually, I remember I was flying up from visiting some family in Florida. And I was standing at the airport with my wife and I texted you, hey, I'm planning on buying some books to read over the summer. 
what would you recommend? This is what I'm planning on doing with the whole gospel, like thing. Well, you know, what do you have any thoughts? And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Here's a couple of resources that I like. And that led to a conversation on the phone where you're like, Hey, you mind if I get in on this thing with you? And I was like, absolutely. The more the merrier. And then, then it ended up just becoming, Hey, how about we just do this on the podcast? So yeah, we're already making to use a term that I kind of despise, but it's necessary. We're already doing content. So like, why don't we just make it content? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like doing something on our own. Why don't we, if we find this interesting, why don't we just put this out? Yeah, absolutely. And so one thing led to another and we decided that would be the, the aim. So we've made hints to this over the course of the last, I don't know, nine months or so probably mm-hmm. in offhand comments about what's coming. This is one of the things that has been coming. Um, we have more ideas for the future even past this, but this is the thing we're going to be doing for a significant amount of time. Um, and so one of the resources, well, back up, we have a set of introductory episodes coming out in the near future over the next few weeks, maybe even months, depending on how many there are. I don't specifically remember. I don't remember either. Yeah. But for all you new people, we're trying, I'm trying to trim it up. I'm trying to make them parts of episodes so that the barrier of entry isn't uh, two and a half hours. It's more like an hour. Yeah. So we're trying to get more concise with our arguments, present evidence more succinctly, and be a bit more, well, I guess, professional um, and, and, and do this right. But also, we, we do have you know, a lot of content that we're going to cover. And so over the next while, we're going to have an introductory section where we're talking about the term gospel itself and what that looks like. Following that, we're going to start um, a, I guess you could say, companionship re- reading of The Divine Conspiracy by Dallas Willard. This is a book that you and I've heard many others recommend. Um, and now that I've read the whole thing, I can recommend it as well. We're going to do a deep dive into it and pair along with it a few other resources here and there. Um, some of them will be familiar, like Who Shall Ascend the Mountain of the Lord. Others will be a bit newer. Um, there's a book that I read over the summer, um, Daniel Boynarin's The Jewish Gospels, which we'll be looking into at a few points. Um, And then after we finally made it out of the divine conspiracy, we'll be transitioning into a few other books on a similar topic. So Luke, I don't know if you want to talk about those. Yeah. And we're really getting back to the roots of uh, the Belfast podcast here, making it a book study, but we're trying to figure out how to fuse the book study this, you know, for, for, for weeks or what will probably be at least a month, if not two, uh the divine conspiracy as our central text and then letting that branch us off into into other topics into things that are related to stuff he talks about in the chapter using some other resources to confirm what he is saying so that it's not just dallas willard's argument but it's dallas willard that illuminates this reality that then we use all these other things to point at 
So with that, think of the whatever book we're going through as the central text to study, but that is not the only place we're going to be. We're going to try and look at it from a bunch of different angles. But we'll move on from the Divine Conspiracy. We'll go into N.T. Wright's book, How God Became King. Again, talking about the gospel, talking about frames for the gospel. Uh, what does Jesus' death mean? Was it What does it accomplish? What are the gospels themselves testify to? How do they portray Jesus? All these things are, are within this book here. Uh, from that one, we will move on to a very, very short book, but I think a very helpful book along the same lines by Scott McKnight called The King Jesus Gospel. That talks more about our church culture, as you mentioned some in the beginning of your thoughts of this project, but how we talk about and use the gospel as a term or as uh, what Willard would call gospels of sin management, uh, I think is one of the biggest things we have hit on and have kept hitting on. Uh, and again, we will reference things outside of these books. Um, a big book for at least the introductory episodes was a book I read during the summer, Leslie Newbegin's The Gospel in a Pluralist Society, which I would highly recommend for everyone to read. It is a fantastic book. And so that's those three central texts, uh, Divine Conspiracy, How God Became King, and The King Jesus Gospel are going to be the books we go through for this project as we attempt to answer the question, what is the gospel? What does it mean, especially in our contemporary culture, when we talk about the gospel, when we share the gospel? What does it mean for, as Wright says in his book, for the gospel to be good news? Why is it news and what makes it good? <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's really the mission here is to is to help us understand we th to to take something that we throw around a lot without really thinking about and really try and grasp it and help us understand it better. And the gospel, you know, everyone talks about we are a gospel-centered church. We are, you know, a gospel-centered the gospel coalition, right? What a it's one of those Christiany. It's become a very Christianese thing. You know, go. I preached the gospel. I sh shared the gospel. Well, what do you mean when you say that? And if you're versed enough in theological traditions or theological movements now, uh, you will know that that means different things to different people, or different emphases for different people. And so, how do we navigate this? What does it mean? Is there a true gospel? Is there a gospel-centered? Is there a center, and I would say yes, to the gospel? Um, you know, all of these things are, are, are flying around this topic. And so our attempt is to help, as we ourselves try to figure this out, to share that with you guys. And you are more than welcome. <clears throat> Matter of fact, I would encourage, if you would like to, to buy the books. They're about 10, maybe $10 a piece. If you buy the paperback, maybe less if you get the Kindle versions. Um, to buy them, to read along with us. We will make it, I'll make it very clear in the description and the titles what the topic of discussion is, what the chapter is, what the main thrust is, kind of what we're getting at. Um, there are things we'll hit on 
as is the case, there are things that we will kind of have to leave to the wayside because it isn't pertinent to the specific discussion we're trying to have, but things that are things that are nonetheless good to know. Um, and, and you will miss some of that if you don't read along, if you don't, um, if you aren't engrossed in the book. And so it being that me and Daniel like to take the role of teacher, this is very much in that, in that vein. Um, these are the required text for the course, so to speak. Um, so I don't think that's a bad way of thinking about it. You will not have assignments or homework unless you want to read the assigned chapter for this podcast episode. So, uh, <laughs> so you can think of it that way. But I, we would love for you guys to join us on this. Um, if you are reading along, shoot us an email. Um, comment on the uh, breakdowns Daniel will be doing on Instagram. Uh, let us know what you think if uh, in the comments, if you if something else stood out to you, if there's a specific quote from the chapter you think illuminates a similar idea that we didn't hit on, you know, tell us that. Um, but this is this is what we have in the work. So there's a we've recorded a lot over the summer, a lot of stuff that I haven't released that I just haven't had time to edit. So uh, we have much, we have a lot of, we have much in the bank. And so I'm going to be, as I transition out of my, uh, out of my, out of the job I'm currently in to my new position and something that's less hours that'll give me more time, I am going to take, make a dedicated effort to working on a lot of the editing and getting, getting things back on the weekly schedule that they were. And so as we do that, as we introduce this, it'll give you guys time to get some of these resources and get prepared for the, the book studies. Um, I think at this point, as far as what we've recorded, we're about halfway through The Divine Conspiracy. So if that tells you anything about the pace we're going at, we started this June? We started Divine Conspiracy about early July. Yeah, we yeah. started the gospel stuff June. Maybe in July we started actually reading through, and it is now October. <laughs> I mean, we've had a few about a month where we haven't really done much, but yeah, like we are, we're going about the pace you'd expect if you've been following us. So, yeah. And do you have any other comments to add on that? Um, I would just say I think it would be really, really fruitful to pick up the text from what we've done in the Divine Conspiracy so far. I can say that we're not doing a holistic dive into the book. We're covering some of his big ideas and some of what we think is important. And sometimes we're taking it in a slightly different direction because we think we fit in a different context than he did when he wrote the book, um, Dallas Willard. So getting the book, I think would be very, very beneficial. You might see things that we leave out and find them to be interesting and want to learn about them more. If you do, like Luke said, leave us a comment, send us an email, let us know you'd like to hear what we think on this topic. And maybe at some point in the future, we can come back and cover it. Um, but I think I would, I would, it would be a dream come true. If at the end of the book study of each of these books, we did a Q and a over yeah. things in the book that you guys thought were interesting, wanted more, wanted some attention on that maybe we didn't hit as much as you would have liked or things we didn't even discuss that were mentioned in chapters. Yeah. And so 
we welcome all of that. So please, Absolutely. please interact. Well, and, and I'll say this too, just, just a plug to, to go pick up the book. There's a whole, I think a whole half of chapter five that we haven't finished our recordings on chapter five yet, but there's a whole half of chapter five that we are not planning on covering at all. And it's specifically because I think you as the audience member need to actually read it because it's one of the best parts of the book. And I don't think anything that we say could add to it without just having you read the book already. Um, so I say that not just as a you know teaser, hey, here's what's to come, but also like, go pick up the book, please. There's a reason we're picking it. It's because it's fantastic. And we hope to do Willard justice in our transmission of it. We hope to do N.T. Wright and everyone else justice. We hope to do the Bible justice in what it is that we transmit from it. But as always, listening to us should help enrich your experience. It should not necessarily be a standalone thing, right? If you're listening to us talk about the Bible and you're not reading it, go read the Bible, please, and stop listening to me. Um, then after you've read the Bible, come back and listen, and we can have a good conversation. And the same thing with these books. Now, do you need to go pick up the book to understand what it is we're talking about? No, not at all. At least I hope not. But I do think that it can help enrich the conversations we've been having. And, and I, I think we do a good job of taking the meanings from the book and, and hopefully giving to you to them, uh, excuse me, giving them to you in an enriching, practical, mm -hmm. and life-giving way. Amen. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, as Daniel said, you don't have to read the books to go along with, with these episodes. I do hope that these episodes encourage you to go pick up the books because... There is a lot that's left on the cutting room floor uh, as we outline for these episodes. So there's only so many quotes we can read and we read extensively. Yeah. So, and there's only so much time we have to, yeah. uh, to go through them. Otherwise we'd never get through it. So all that being said, we hope that uh, you guys will find this encouraging, intriguing, uh, and we hope that you would join us on this journey of trying to answer the question of what is the gospel. Good. Good.